the big one. <laughs> All right. Uh, guys, 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 here we are. Notorious dads. Look at those Back. eyes. Helpern needs to open the episode. <laughs> I know. You need to come in hot, Helpern. The two claws are helping me right now. Okay. Coming in slow. Coming in, Coming in cold. cold. <laughs> Coming in cold and slow. It's, uh, it's season two, episode 17 of the Notorious Dads podcast. Wow. We are three dads quarantined in South Central Agora Hills. We have two kids. We have a wife. We love to talk about drinking, sports dad stuff what we're watching and uh what we're doing during quarantine apparently but we've sort of revamped or or reinvented ourselves into a zoom show now it's working uh, i think it's been fun yeah and we appreciate you you know chiming in all the way from hawaii the beaches of hawaii (laughs) guys guys i floated away no hands covid got him (laughs) we should uh we should probably um youtube this now yeah yeah, why the fuck not? We're on Facebook. If you haven't seen, we have video now. We have video. So if you haven't seen the show, if you haven't seen our ugly faces, we you can see us on our Facebook page, Notorious Dads. And uh, yeah, we Coming had a great YouTube, uh, near you. Yeah, and I was going to say, Jason, I think our space... some advertising. We could do a little bit of maybe get like a seventy-eight cents or something. Yeah. An like, little product placement that you can't see <laughs> at all. It's <laughs> yeah, great. I am, I am drinking a White Claw. And it's the reason why I'm drinking the White Claw because I am on the beach. Of well, it's refreshing. Tahiti. Oh, it's Tahiti. I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke. Okay. I thought you were in Hawaii. No worries. We rotated last week. It's okay. It's fine. It's good. So, That's good. Yeah. Uh, last week, we had Aaron, your buddy from high school, Bojo from... <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, he was great. On the show. Love awesome. that guy. Yeah, he was he was a he was a really fun. Shout out to Bo. He was great to to chat and like what's awesome about him, he's just that he's a you know the homie. I've known him for a long time, but he's he's doing his thing still in Vegas. But I loved I loved how he ended it and kind of put a little, you know, t- name the top five white all American basketball. I like that little ending and had a bunch of comments. So that was really fun the way that he ended the show like that. So yeah. Good yeah, job. it was. He's a pro. He's a professional. Real he's professional. Got, he's got stuff in the bag. He knows. He knows what to bring out. Yeah, he does. He is. He's a hundred percent professional. He can and know. and he knows the three of us are all basketball fans. So if he would have right, said yeah. name three, you know, top five white all American football players or something, and that's fun, right? But yeah, he he did something on his social that he posted uh, a couple days after the show that I thought was so fun. He has a little girl who's close to. Or to Rio and Claire's age, I think he's he's three, and he did like a magic trick. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I saw the cup. Yeah, he took the the, like red solo cups. He put a you know apples in them or something. I think it was apples, and he put them on the table, and then he lifted them up, grabbing the apples. So the 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 apples disappeared from the table, and the girl freaked out. And then he put them back down, and she did it, and the apples were there. And then it it was just it was super cute, engaging. It was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was a that was a fun show for sure. And now and now we're back at it, guys. And now we're back, um, Jason. What are you drinking? Um, drinking a little tequila. It's called uh, Dulce Amargura. I think we've had it before, but it's a really nice bottle. Ooh, Look at that beautiful bottle. Let me let me screen grab. Let me screen grab. Let me take a picture of this. Hold on. Here, let's hold our drinks up here. 
Everyone smile. Don't look, don't look cross-eyed, Jason. I got to keep my, my eyes open. Okay, let me do one more just, just to be safe. One more for safety, as they say in the biz. One for safety. <laughs> <laughs> got it? <laughs> yeah, nice I look stoned. I look stoned, but that's good. <laughs> good. It's good. That ball, um, I'm, I'm on the white claw. I just, you know, it's just something – Easy. I mean, I, I didn't really like them that much, but now I'm slowly kind of getting back into them. This is easy to drink, and they get you fucked up a little bit, so it's good. Thing. And I've got – I'm drinking a Paloma, some grapefruit juice and, and some tequila. Cheers. Uh, where, where were we, by the way, when we had the Palomas? Was that Mexico or something? I feel like we were somewhere, and I was drinking those. Probably. It was a place called Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. Is that it what it was? Jason, uh, was, yeah, no, Jason, I think that was you that told me about them when we were in Mexico, right? Yeah. I told you to get it. Who, who, it. Would have, who would have thought when we were in Mexico in November that that would be the last vacation we would ever go on ever in the history of our <laughs> ever lives? Ever in our lives. <laughs> who would have thought that? Do you think that we'll do more Zoom podcasts than normal podcasts? Got a chance. Well, they extended the order today. Uh, through the freaking summer in LA. Yeah. Basically till what, August 1? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't know, man. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I, it's weird because leading up to to really today, all the the word was like, oh, they may push it 15 more days. You know, 15th was supposed to be the day that they let everything up. And you'd already heard them starting to open things and, and ease the restrictions. And the rest of the country's definitely been doing that. Um, so, you know, I think the thought was like, you know, maybe they'll push it till the end of this month, the end of May. But then to say, like, you're blowing right through that and going all the way to, you know, yeah. through summer, I'm shocked, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm, I think it's the right move, actually, because I think everybody was just going a little bit too aggressive with, like, just – I understand everyone wanting to get out, but like, this is a real thing, guys. Like, this isn't this isn't a joke. Yeah, well, that's I, the way I see it, anyways. It's like I I don't care if you pushed it back or not. I wasn't leaving, anyways. That's I'm right. Doing my, I'm doing my own deadline here. I'm gonna let everyone else go out for a month and see what happens. Yeah. I don't get the restrictions being lifted or eased at all. I don't see the numbers proving that everything has gotten better. Um, I just, I don't understand it. And, uh, you know, what is that going to do anyways? Like if it was 10 days from now, what are people going to do? Fucking run out of their houses, take their shirts off and start <laughs> licking tailpipes. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like what's going to happen is everything, you know, you go back to normal. It, nothing's ever going to be normal in my opinion, no. but, um, we got to live with it. Yes. But are you really going to go to restaurants with masks on and other places? I mean, I'm going to lay low for a while, guys. That's, I, uh, think, I, think what, I think it's good and bad. I think the good part is I agree with you guys both that it's smart to play it really conservative. And, and, and that makes sense because we don't know what the next step is. And it, it is better to play it cautious. The negative is, is we got to stimulate the economy in some, in some form, right? You can't, the unemployment is, is the highest rate it's been since the great depression. Right. So, yeah. so yeah. like you got to stimulate the economy and, 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 and that's going to cost lives. Unfortunately, that's going to take place. Right. So because you can't shut down, you just can't, 
it's not reality just to shut down everything. So they have to lift restrictions locally in these places and retail, whatever retail, like the funniest thing ever was last week when they had like flower shops and like bookstores and like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. You gotta well, that's what I mean. Like they, they could do that. It's just, you have to make the choice for yourself and your family as to what right. you're going to do. Sure. You can't trust what's going on. If you look at the numbers and you're the president of the United States and, and or a world leader, right? Yeah. How many deaths is a hundred thousand deaths compared to your population? Not much, it's not even a percent, right? There's 29 million people in California. I know. So, yeah. Like yeah. they're projecting, you know, another 150,000 deaths instead of 30 more thousand if it opens up. So they got to look, yeah. they look at those numbers like, you know, people are going to have to die. <laughs> like, well, we're, yeah, we're, we're fucking right. going to lose our, yeah, can't do it. Can't do it. Some more people die, and even even if they die, it's still less than a percent of that's the correct. total population. That's correct. So that's that's what they're looking at. I mean, even if it was like, at what percent do you cut it off? Right? Like, I get yeah. to think, like, okay, do we go up to five percent? So five percent of people die in order for the economy not to. I I get that argument. I just can't get behind it because of the human element. I can't. I cannot just. You know, I can't fathom. No, I think you're, no, no, Jason, you're right. I, but I, I think there are, what, what, there's the stages of what you're really comfortable with and you're not comfortable with, like in terms of going out, like to the grocery store, to do pickup for restaurants, like to, to go to the beach and it's open. Like you find what makes it work for you and what you're comfortable with. And also just hanging out with people, like, that's the other thing. It's just the social interaction. This goes, this but, that's not, but that's not stimulating anything. That's, no. You're well, just talking well, about hanging well, out. Stimu- well, going you know back what I mean? Like, the restaurant piece talking- is, though, the restaurant pieces, like if they're all open for takeout or delivery, like you got to, so, you know, that, that should help, right? If they're all doing Well, that, that is, and yeah. that is helping, I, I suppose, but that's that's been happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess there's just so much loss in these sporting events. Well, there, there, there's, 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 there's so many industries that are affected, and there's so many people that are affected. Yeah, the travel industry is, is, is getting, getting killed. But like, the one thing that I think that you know, you guys, and we have talked about a little bit is both of you guys are, granted, you know, Jason, you have your own business, but you're still working. You're still, you know, things are still happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still collecting. I, I you're still earning. Aaron, you're still employed. You're still, yeah. you know, earning a living. So the fact that it's locked down and shut down is just, it's a little bit more, it's just uncomfortable. You got to figure out a way to, you know, adjust your life a little bit. But there's other people, you know, I'm, I'm picking up work here and there, so I'm, I'm okay now. But like, there was a time where I wasn't working. I had nothing, you know, going on and it's scary. And there's other people who have businesses that have nothing going on. And those are the people who, you know, right. you start to really feel for is like, yeah. it's not yeah. like extending this order another through, through the summer is really, sorry, Nat in here. It's, it's, that's a fucking killer, man. Like they, yep. it has nothing to do with the science of people, you know, dying and getting infected. They're like, my business is going to die. My livelihood, I'm going to sell, I have to sell my house yeah. and yeah. they're going to call me for that. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm kidding. Um, Survival, but like, survival you know, but that, that's what it is. And so I think that that's a scary side. It's like, there really is two sides of this coin that it's just not good for anybody. And if you're lucky enough to 
be gainfully employed throughout this whole thing and you're just learning to work from home, like that you are in the best scenario and you should be fucking sure. counting your blessings that no, you're dude, allowed that's, to do that. And that's, and that's where we're at, I believe. And I'm, again, like you said, counting my blessings every day. I'm like, our business is able to survive. Yeah. We're not yeah. picking up yeah. that many new cases, but the ones that we do have, it's just business like usual. Yeah. Um, PPP came in to help out. Uh, great. That's great. Um, and, you know, not to sound overly optimistic in something in a terrible time, but it, it kind of takes stuff away. It, it takes away yeah. the, the nonsense of, of having to get gas, go, you know, driving around, um, dealing with um, office stuff like yeah. uh, bureaucracy, uh, um, having to, you know, travel to downtown. Um, taking away all those distractions for me at least has given me some sort of peace of mind. I even like it better in a weird way to have my set schedule in the morning. I could work out. Kids are near. I could spend time with them. So for me, at least it's actually been great. That's probably why you hear that. I'm not complaining and I'm down yep. to stay, yep. right. stay here for a while. So, but I like to Mike's point, I get that other side that, you know, people and businesses, they're going to lose out because they need to be open. Yeah. My, 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 my thoughts, however, are that those businesses are never going to be the same. The ones Correct. that are really hit hard. So people are going to have to start maneuvering and being creative. Well, I think that, that's, that was my industries, point. You know? No, but that's, I mean, your, your point right there was kind of segue into like just the whole idea about being creative right now. Like this yeah. is, this is, you know, a pretty unique time, I think, not only for the three of us, but for a lot of people out there to be creative, like think outside the box on a lot of things, what you could potentially do during this time. And that's where I think we're business. If you just, if you sit back as a business owner and you are, a, let's say a retail store, like you can't just sit back. Like you oh, got to be, killed. you're going to get killed. Right. So, you know, yeah. it's the right, the writing's on the wall, right. You know, what's happening. And so it's all about, it's all about being proactive and you got to yeah. be creative. It's like a create an app or something. You can pick up food. What a, oh my God. Shout out, shout out Kermit. Got the jingle for you. Speaking of, uh, of the jingle, uh, I was going to say sporting events, you know, those aren't happening anymore. Um, <laughs> live sporting events where we go, you know, with a big crowd, that's not going to happen. We don't know for how long, but the NBA is talking about figuring out some way to salvage this season still. Uh, I'm going to go to, uh, to Jason Halpern for your take on that. And what, what, do, what do you know? Well, I got word in from Adrian uh, today that <laughs> hashtag there was, bomb. there was a meeting by the uh, elite players and Adam, whatever his name is, Adam Silver. Silver yeah. um, and he basically spoke with LeBron, AD, Durant, all the top guys, Steph, and uh, unanimously, they all wanted to resume the season in some, uh, in some form. Right. Uh, so, there's some optimism that both sides want to resume the NBA and the players. Uh, and uh, from what we hear, Adam Silver is going to make a decision within two to four weeks as to 
whether they're going to open it up or not. Um, so the first decision has to be, yeah, we're going to do it, which I'm not too sure about. Um, their, their main concern is how to move. When, and when I heard this, this is what turned me off a little bit. Their main concern is how to move forward when a player does test positive and keep playing. So they're already thinking about having a contingency plan in place when the player does get COVID and moving along, even though he's got it. So to me, I think that's just going to spell trouble for everybody involved because now somebody gets it. I think players are going to panic. People are going to panic. They're going to be looked at a little bit. Unless other organizations, unless MLB is doing it and, and they're having no problems, but that that's my biggest concern. Are they, and, are no fans, Jason. Is that the idea still? No, no fans? yeah, no, no, no fans going somewhere. Obviously not LA because nothing's going to happen here for a while. Um, my thoughts are the Disney world idea was great. You know, everybody goes to Disney world. They lock it down. Everyone gets tested before um, make it virtually impossible for anyone to catch uh, to catch it if if you just kind of quarantine the whole NBA there. Yeah, right? you put everyone there for 14 days and, and lock them down for 14 days, and then you start yeah. start playing that way. I mean, that, that's an interesting way to do it. Um, it allows the, the players to be with their families in, in an environment that is, you know, fun, I guess. I don't right. know if they open up the park or anything like that for people. But, um, right. Aaron, are you sinking in the sand? It looks like you're getting pulled away by the riptide. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, but uh, I think, look, I think we're all as fans craving some kind of action, uh, yeah. you know, to, to watch. And, and I think that anything they could do would be fantastic. Obviously the season has played with an asterisk next to it. You know, the, a few years back they had the lockout season, which was a shortened season, but this is like, like no fans. And like, it's, it's just nuts. It's, I mean, you got you got to do you do have to do something though, and I think, I mean, not only the amount of money that's being lost is one thing, but I do think if we all are going to be forced to stay in your homes, the hope is that some sort of entertainment will come our way, right? I mean, and and I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying like do it selfishly for the fan perspective only because I understand there's a there's a business side for them and they do need to be safe, but I think like. Why not, why not one, one of these, whether it's the MLB, which the rumor is, the latest rumor for the MLB is they will look to start in June. I'm sorry, July. Sorry, July 1st. The, the NBA is looking at it within the next two or four weeks to make a decision. Football, we don't know about. We'll talk about the college thing in a second here. But one of them needs, I would say, needs to do something yeah. and, and start it. And, and here's and like, the thing about the NBA, not to cut you off, but no. – they're very creative and very innovative. Yeah. So don't think that if they do come back, it's going to be the guys playing in an empty arena with a ref and the lights on and it's looking like a practice facility. They're going to make it a spectacle. And right. it's going to have more viewership than it's had in the last couple of years during the I agree. Fight, everyone's I agree. at home. They're going to do something, some sort of interaction with the fans. They're going to make the lighting crazy. They're yeah. going to make it a show. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's not just going to be um, practice facility, guys going at it, and that's it. I feel yeah. like there's going to be something to it, and that's going to carry on to future games, even when the fans are let back in, I think. 
What do you guys think about the fans about inside inside this the arena, the six feet away from each other? Like, do you think that's real? I was talking to our shout out to Mike O'Keefe. I was talking to O'Keefe about that. Like, how realistic would it be to go to let's just take a Rams game? And I'm like, hey, the guys, the three of us, we have tickets to a Rams game. And your experience is well. First of all, we're not driving the same car to go down there. Okay, we're all, we're all that's not, so to your point, that's number one, right? Good point. Yeah. Number number two is when we're walking up, you're, everybody's staying their distance as you get into the place. And then when we sit, we're all six feet away from each other. And then what does the food concession stand look like? Grabbing beers, like six feet each time, the person that's going to give you the food, the mask and gloves. Like, is it worth it to – my point is it, from a fan, is it worth paying the money to go to that? To me, not at all. No, they're going to have not. to pay you to do that. It's yeah. Not, that's well, not that's a good point. Yeah, Jason, you're right, though. Like, they, they're going to need to be creative, though. To in, other, in other words, the, the really the only place you could really sit that would be worth it would be a luxury box, you know? And, and the luxury box has a maximum occupancy of, like, four people, you know, <laughs> where it used to be packed with 20 people in there. Like, it's four people. Right. And but like, even then, they'll just, they'll just, they'll just, no concession stands. Like, there's no food and, and, uh, and no, you know what stupid. I mean? It's, it's you gotta, you gotta break it up. You gotta literally figure out a new model. If you're going to attempt to come back in this state, in this, at this juncture, you got to come up with a brand new model. If for whatever reason, a year and a half goes by and now the vaccine's out. Yeah. Great. Come back and you go back to the old school, whatever it was. But like right now, if you want to come back with fans or come back at all, you have to like Jason, you're saying you got to come out with something you got to just fucking look at what happened and throw it out the window. And I think and I have a scratch. Well, I I'll say this. Idea, by the way. I'll say this. This isn't very, I mean, it's fan intense, but not really. Um, we saw a little bit of the UFC uh, first live event last weekend yeah. with no fans. So it sort of felt the same. Um, Joe Rogan's in there, you know, grabbing everybody's hands and hugging everybody. So he must not. Care. Right. I mean, he must be. Those like, guys don't give any fucks, by the way. Everyone's tested. So. <laughs> by the way, I've never, I have an I've idea. Have, an idea. Have, you, have you guys ever been to a UFC fight or MMA fight? I no. or a boxing match for that matter. Like I've, I've never I've been, been to boxing. A been professional UFC. event in that like that. So I don't know what it's like. Like I know in basketball, like at halftime, everyone goes and gets their shit, or between quarters, you go get your concessions, or they come to you, whatever. But. You know, and, but in, in baseball, it's the same kind of deal. Everyone's sort of mean, meandering around. Yeah. And fights, like, I know that there's multiple fights on a card, but I don't know what the sort of the dance is, so to speak. So it's hard right. to say what that experience is like and how they needed, or if it was really that great of a fan so, experience to go to a well fight. It, well, it is, man. When the fight goes on, I mean, look. You've been to midget wrestling at the Cannon Club. Like, you know what it's like. Micro. It's called micro wrestling, Jason. Little people wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why did I say that? Little people. I have like a midget. Uh, midget. I have an it's such a strong I, word, just like Bill Burr said. Like, why did that word go away? Like, it's I such a know. cutting edge, fucking strong word. Why are they mad at that? Fucking, I'm not a fucking midget person. I'm a fucking midget. <laughs> Anyways, I, I have an idea, by the way, for you guys. And the, the, the white claw just 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 kicked in, so I have an idea. So maybe a oh drunk boy. It's a drunk wait, idea. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> so, so imagine this: NBA season starts. It's fan. It's fanless. However, 
as a fan watching the game, you can pay money for a premium fan experience. What does that mean? It means at each quarter or halftime, LeBron or any different players can do private chat and discussions with you as a fan. And you pay X amount of money, you have an opportunity to engage with the with the player. Jason, I'll let you handle this one, Jason. That's I'll not going to work here. Why not? He's not going to talk to one person. Well, not, not just one person, <laughs> but no, but like maybe he like, brings I got LeBron on the phone, Mom. No, 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 no. But like, you know, oh, it's live. No, like, hear me at out. Disney World, paid, he called I me. Paid, I paid $50 to have. No, hear me out. I entered this raffle and they called it 24B. I got it right here. So imagine, know this, imagine they allow like private chat rooms, you only get like 100 people and they get to like look at your question, answer your question in the span of like 15 minutes or during halftime. I'm just, all I'm thinking about like- I don't, I don't think, I hear what you're saying, Aaron, and, and, and I, I can appreciate it. it. The <laughs> but, but like, you're not gonna interrupt, remember the, the, the athletes are gonna play the game. They, they have to play the game within the, from the start of the whistle to the end of the whistle, and they're not gonna compromise that part of it. So it's got to be the stuff around the game that becomes the okay. So then here's, the here's, cool, here's cool my factor. thinking. Okay, my ahead. thinking is they they fucking take out all the seats. They put a huge screen, like a huge jumbotron, on the fucking on the on the uh, seats, and then they zoom in all different parties of people, like it, at their houses, to where you kind of have the experience of being at the game, uh, right? Or at least the players can see this, these screens around them. I don't know if it's too distracting. That might be too distracting. Or I mean, another, to your point, you call in or whatever, and you, you get on the Jumbotron at halftime. Like right. different groups of people get on the Jumbotron. Yeah. But the players aren't going to fucking go and talk to you like you're Chris fucking Sager. I mean, I mean, Craig, maybe, maybe, maybe the players might not be realistic, but the other, thing, the other thing they can do in terms of like raising money for your local town is like they ask fans to contribute money, you know, every game or before the game or after the game. Like you're not paying for a ticket, but help donate money as it to, to support your local city. And you have like LeBron coming on before the game starts. Like, hey, support LA. We need your, you know, we want to bring back the economy and stimulate the LA community. I can see that happening, by the way. Each each sure. team and each player get behind their local city to really raise money because right now, like. Yeah. Every local every local market right now is struggling at all. Everyone. Or they time. or they could just cut their paycheck in half and give that money to the local economy. Exactly. There's that. That's good. <laughs> or the owners that make billions, they could just you know, you know it'll that. it'll be it'll be interesting to see like Jason, like you know, what you said about the NBA has always been an innovator and it'll be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks, you know, what, what they come up with and, and how that what that looks what, like. What do you By the way, there's a very something dude. They're gonna do laser shows in the in the crowd. They're gonna do like what you know I what I mean? They look, they may determine that they're not gonna do it. Like they may not be able to come back. They may just feel like it's not safe enough for them to come back. So there, there is that that possibility. I mean, it's nice to have the hope and keep the hope alive. Aaron, you mentioned that they uh, college football. Um, oh yeah, all so of NCA. Yeah, so there's a big announcement that happened today with the all the Cal State schools for in California, the Cal State schools. So that includes like Long Beach State, San Diego State. <clears throat> my alumni shout out. Um, you know, any Chico State. You know, you name it. There's a yeah. bunch. Fresno yeah. State. All those schools are, looks like at this point, are suspending the 2020 football season. So crazy. <clears throat> that's crazy. 
because we're sitting here in May and they're coming out with that statement. And um, right, football doesn't normally start till when September. Yeah, football season starts in September. So that isn't who knows what's gonna happen with the Pac-12 or the Big Ten. All the other conferences haven't made an announcement or a statement, but they're coming out now and saying that. And I just I'm so against it, the timing of it because it's a bad look. Like, what, 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 why do it right now? Why can't you wait till June to make that decision? I understand it's being cautious, it's being careful, but it's just again, it's it's not a good look yet. Whether or not I, 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 I feel opposite. I feel like. I'm, I'm sort of sick of all of the bullshit of like, oh, it's going to happen and just it's going to be we're going to be down for a couple of weeks. And then, you know, and then a couple of weeks goes by. It's like, ah, it's going to be another couple of weeks and then another couple of weeks. Goes by, ah, it's another couple of weeks. It's like, you know, it's not going to be a couple of weeks. It's going to be two months. You might as well just say it, which is why the announcement today where they finally were just like, it's August 1st. So now just shut up and we're going to fucking figure it out. So yeah. I think that it's just better to come out with it and just get it done. And now everybody can adjust and, and adjust their lives and figure out a plan of, of what they're going to do. Players may decide they want to transfer to other schools and other co- parts of the country that may be playing You're gonna have areas to. in the East coast and the South. It looks, sounds like they might be playing. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be a real deal or not, but you know, at least it gives them opportunities and options to go do other things. It may give coaches opportunities to go find other jobs. And you know, yeah. there, there's that level of it. So yeah. I applaud them for coming out sooner rather than later. Well, I think it's going to be either one or the other. Either they came out too soon or they're geniuses, right? They're going to be uh, the first association that actually pulled the trigger when everybody else is going to follow and everyone's look back and say, wow, the NCAA, they were innovative. They knew what they were doing early. I don't really care about when they do it. June is two weeks away, so who gives a fuck whether it's June whether it's now, whether it's in two months. Um, again, you just got to look at the data and you got to look at uh, what's going on in the world to know that, okay, everything's uncertain. They're just like us. They're just regular people and they're going to say, okay, let's, let's wait a couple of weeks or let's wait another month and then we'll right. talk. I mean, that's the only way to play this really. Yeah. So, um, so you may, if could they have waited? They could always bring it back. They could always say in, in three weeks, they could say, actually, with things, with the way things are looking yeah. now, we're going to actually reinstate it. So it is what it is. My biggest um, th- uh, take from all of that are the players that are going to come in as freshmen um, for the uh, basketball, for college basketball. Yeah. Because these are the top high school players, and they're going to all these top colleges, Duke, UCLA, North Carolina, whatever, Arizona, um, CSUN. Uh, so <laughs> they're, uh, they're going to these schools, right? And now they get the opportunity to, instead of going to the school because they know they're not going to play, and let's say the NBA is fully functional and the G League is fully functional, now they could go play and make money in the G, in the G League. League, get the – you know, playing time and then be eligible for the draft for the NBA and just skip college altogether. Now you're going to have all these top high school kids in the NBA program where now it'll be actually a league. You're going to start watching. Yeah. It could almost take over college basketball just from this year. I know. Mm. Settle down there, bro. Pump your brake. Pump your brake. If all the top guys, imagine if you had a class um, with the next Shaq, Steph, 
Jordan, you know, whoever it may be. And they all went to the NBA development league. And so, and all of a sudden that league, you start seeing these guys putting up 40, 50. I think, and, I and think for real for true hoopers, I think for true diehard hoopers, which really there aren't that many of, it, dope. That's awesome. But I think college sports is is based so much on the alumni and the people who went there and they have their allegiance to it that whether the team is shitty or not shitty, you have people who are going to watch the, the schools and watch the teams no matter what. And and I just oh, I, I, I know so so I don't. Know I think what gonna... J- I think what Jason's point though I is agree with talent. That. Jason, your point though about the I mean the talent level of these kids that you're talking about are the five star recruits across the entire country. Like that would be there's fun a, to watch. That'd be fun to watch. I mean, there's I a lot play. of people that tune in to, to college basketball to watch these new kids come up. Like sure. all these high school, the number one For recruit. Sure. Most of the teams are made up of these one and done guys. Anyways, yep. Yep. imagine all those one and done guys aren't there anymore. Right. You know, are we really watching Quinn Cook on Duke and, Yes. Right, but but the but the reason why people even know Quinn Cook's name is because he's on Duke. Correct. You know what I mean? That's my point. Quinn Cook is a four-year guy. The reason people know uh, Zion Williamson is not because of Duke; it's because of his mixtape in high school. And if that dude went to a a G League team last year, you'd be watching the G League. I argue. I argue. I think there was there was a plenty of people who didn't know who the fuck Zion Williamson was until he went to Duke and was on Sports Center every night oh, playing at Duke. No, no, no. We Zion, all knew. Zion, Mike, Mike, guys, Zion, we all was, knew. Zion was a phenom. Hey, dude. This is a we phenom high school player. I'm just saying we all knew because we've been watching him on you know overtime and on Instagram since he was a sophomore in high school. So we knew. We knew about him. But I'm telling you, there was a big population that didn't know who Zion Williamson was until he was well, a freshman in Duke. Yes, Duke. like the 60 and over population. Yeah, the guys that are Duke alumni. There we like, go. Here we Duke go. <laughs> it's true. Dude, if you're like 40 and under, you knew who this kid was when you're coming out of high school, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was, by the way, he was smart to put his name and brand at Duke for not only, you know, publicity and, and getting more exposure plus coach K that was a smart move for Zion. But to your point though, I knew we as true hoopers and young millennials like Zion was, is a fiend. He's a phenom before oh, he even phenom, went to dude. It was, Agreed. it was just a matter of where, where was he going? He got anywhere. Anything. Got so anywhere. What, if, what if he was on the South Bay Lakers? Oh, tell me you didn't watch, wow. you didn't watch every D league game. Of course. D-league. Of course you would. If- Again, if I knew it was Zion before Zion was Zion, I would watch him on wherever he went. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Zion, Tracy McGrady, Kobe, Kevin Garnett, all these guys aren't going to college. They're all joining the G League at the same time. LaMelo. LaMelo Ball. LaMelo. Freaking LaGelio. LaMelo. LaMelo. Angelo. They're all (laughs) going to the G League. You're watching that league. Maybe even more than college basketball. So like, speaking of speaking <laughs> of leagues, uh, last yeah. thing about the sports I do want to talk about is the kids. I think we touched about touched on this earlier in the lockdown, but like kids sports and 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 you know we got some news today. You know Charlotte, I know Soleil plays and and Caden plays baseball, but we got news from from the local Wags league here, which is the girls softball league, that they're talking about figuring out how to salvage uh, a wreck season, which is crazy what? to me. What? And then they're talking, and then they're talking about the all-star season too. 
Um, and every year there's um, over the summer, they, you know, the, the, the girls play an all-star, an all-star season. And, and every year they go to Escondido and there's a, a place, a resort down there or there's a hotel, the Rancho Bernardo Inn, which is a great spot. And all the, all the, all the leagues, all the, or all the age groups, whatever, all the WAGS families stay there. And it's like a giant party. They've been doing this for like five years in a row. And it's really a lot for the parents more than anything. Um, but they announced that they were going to be canceling that event, which usually happens around 4th of July weekend, and, um, or at least canceling all the reservations. So I got an email today from, from the resort. I already, had already made my reservation. They booked the room. They're like, sorry, we're, we're, here's your refund. Like, we're canceling the thing. So, you know, it's and, – and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is, like, this sports took up and takes up – so much of our time and our energy and our weekends and our, and it, it's a it, it, part of yeah. it is like, Oh, it's an eye roll and a, and a, Oh, we got to show up tomorrow morning at an early game. But you know, now that it's gone, like I have to say, like, I absolutely miss it. And I'm really, really sad about it. Um, that my daughter isn't going to get to do those things and experience the things and that I'm not going to get to be there to watch her. Right. I mean, I'll tell you just from my experience, we had, now that we've been away from it, how much, like, what are we on? Seven weeks now? We've been off. Is that right? Eight weeks? It was yeah. been four years, Aaron. Yeah, four. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 35, this started, and I'm just turning 50. You're 50 years year. old, Aaron. <laughs> we've been in quarantine. I mean, years. I will tell you, having a break for me, Mike, we had so much because of the two boys. So we had basketball, both basketballs going. We had both baseballs going. Yeah. Um, and Devin was being flat. I mean, for us, it was actually a nice break because it kind of like had a chance. I miss it. Of course, I miss it like you do. And, and they are missing out on the experiences of playing sports together on teams, grow, building confidence, little moments of sports and what it gives you. Like, I, I, that's the stuff that I miss for sure. Like, I, I, I'm 100% with you on that. For me, though, having a little bit of a break on the weekends and not running around like crazy has been nice. No, a hundred percent. For me, one, one up to, to Mike's point. Yeah. Like I started, just started getting into wags and the softball. I mean, I thought it was so much fun. Every practice, every Saturday going in the morning, seeing everybody, that was just a blast. Um, so that I miss a lot, but uh, you know, I don't see how you even talk about, whether we're canceling or we're doing this, like that's done. <laughs> like it's done. when it comes to the kids, that's all that stuff is over. Yeah. The, the, the other thing is, you know, what, what about schools? Yeah. So, I mean, are the, our girls and our, your boy, they're in third grade. Um, are they going to see another classroom before they leave elementary school? I don't know. It's crazy to think. Don't know. We're know. starting to think about looking at some online classes, you know, some real online classes, not mm -hmm. the Zoom meeting with your teacher for, you know, 40 minutes. I mean, here's um, the Which have been great. Don't right. get me wrong. You've been awesome. Uh, Willow. Uh, fuck, why am I saying names here? Anyways. Hello. Y'all got any range. Carmenera uh, Elementary has been amazing. Um with what their 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 pro what they've done and, and how they've handled it but i'm saying like there's like the next level right the next level of online mm -hmm. classes and stuff no i, Jason, I agree with you though i feel like you kind of have to explore other ways to to stimulate them i don't know about charlotte and soleil but for caden 
<clears throat> the stimulation needs to be more right now. Like, I well, can, not not just that, but like when they go back to school, like what what's going to happen? What does um, that look like, though? That that, that's like? what I mean. So, it, so how does that even work? Like, are you really going to send your kid to school with a mask on on days where there's only ten kids? They're separated. Like, I don't need all that stuff. Like, that's that's too much already, right? Yeah. So, so the next thought process is okay. So that's not going to happen. Uh, so we got to start looking at online classes, right? That's yeah. the next step. Like the, the, the real fourth grade, fifth grade online right. curriculum. Homeschooling, legit homeschooling. Legit homeschooling, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, you what do you I mean? guys think from a social perspective? Do you think like, since we never dealt with this, obviously, that do you, do you find that the longer this goes on, the more social issues we're going to deal with our kids in years from now? Because- yeah. This is this hurts them. To me, it hurts them socially big time. Like they're yeah. not getting the interactions with their best friends every day. It's gone. You're 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 right, yeah. Aaron. And and yeah. I thought that for a little while too. You know, Margaret and I were talking about it, and and I actually think you know kids are resilient, right? They are very resilient. Sure. They are oftentimes more resilient than we are as adults. And I think that you know whatever transpires over the next you know. 6, 12, 18, 20, you know, 24 months will be, they'll be okay. I think that it, 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 you know, it will, depending on, on what the circumstances are, it's depending on what the, you know, the home situation is, depending on how we handle as parents, they're going to be, they're going to be okay. We're going to figure out ways to, you know, to, to make them, you know, to stimulate them in the ways that they need and we'll get creative and we'll figure it out. But you know, there are a lot of families, I think, that and kids that may be affected by it. I think our kids are going to be okay because, because you know, I feel like we're all pretty engaged as parents. But there is right. going to be a big population that aren't going to be, I don't think. I don't know. I think that you, it remains to be seen. Um, we, we all think that, right? Because everyone's got a smile on their face now. But what does happen six months from now, eight months from now? They're in the same situation. We talked about this before. Um, you never know, man, like certain behavioral things start to happen. Um, you know, people, things, they could just get, become a little bit more shut down. Um, you don't know how this is affecting you. I I think that it it look, everything looks great from the outside looking in, but I don't know. I honestly, I, let let me be, let me be clear. I'm not saying that they're not going to go through some kind of shit in the next, in this window yeah. and they're not going to feel something i'm talking about the ability to bounce back and i don't think that whatever they go through now is going to have a negative effect on them long term i think that yeah. it's going they're going to feel the, the effect like we all are we're all dealing with anxiety and stress and depression in, in some way shape or form i mean there's no way to to, to to get around that but these kids are going to deal with it in a certain degree i'm not saying that they're just they're immune to it i'm saying no, that. you're right, you're right. I, I agree i just wonder how long like it depends on how long this drags out how long yeah. what what different things they have to they have to get used to when they're let out of this right like right, to go right. from one way of being and be out free and and hugging other kids and yeah. slapping high fives to not being able to do that anymore all of a sudden to be hey hey watch don't get too close to that person <laughs> You know, that's what I'm talking about. From that, from now on, if that is the norm, I think that can have a long-lasting effect. I mean, yeah. right. Mike, I think. Go ahead. No, I was just to say, I think, <clears throat> Mike, your point about 
the importance of like us as parents and how engaged we are with the kids, I think does go a long way though, because they're not getting the level of, of interaction and stimulation, obviously at school every day. Like that's like, they're used to that, right? They go to school, mm -hmm. they get a lot of things thrown at them every day at home. They're not, they're not doing that. However, if we're the parents that don't engage with them and don't find creative ways to stimulate them, if you don't do those things, then I could see them really, I could see a lot of issues. So I think it, you know, as parents, this is, this is, this is not only are we challenged to adapt to our new environments as work and what we put, but we're also challenged. This is, this is up to us to help them because it's yeah. Like, yeah. who else is going to do it? Right. Yeah. And I've downloaded so many new apps for Rio to play with on the iPad, like running games and yeah. other running games yeah. and yeah. You know, other <laughs> stuff to just keep her entertained for like five hours at a time where I don't even have to Think about of course, it. yeah. So go on your iPad, watch movies, get on the game. Shout, shout out Steve Jobs. Don't, just don't bother me for the <laughs> yeah. next eight hours. So that's two months. <laughs> Change your own diaper. Yeah, hey, exactly. Being all over the house again. I don't know why. Doesn't matter. Oh, boy. Here we go. Uh, I, I do want to touch on something real quick. We're, we're, we're going a little Remind me to but... introduce a new drink, you guys. Remind me to later. Remind me to okay. introduce a new drink. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Mike. Um, so we, Mother's Day was this past weekend. Yeah. And something that's, you know, that I've done over the last, I don't know, 10 years is Mother's Day comes along and, you know, where it used to just be you meet it up with your mom or if you're not there, you send her a card or get her on the phone. But now social media in the last 10 years, social media has been around and you have to post something on social media. And now that we're married and, and we have kids and like our wives are the number the number one moms, right? Say, or, say. or are they, right? Like, it fucking better be. It's a very touchy subject. And I want to get your guys' take on, on how, who do you, it's just a whole thing. There's a whole PEMDOS here, right? Order of operations. How, who do you wish a happy Mother's Day to on social media first? And if so, which it should be your wife. And if so, how long do you wait to wish your mother a happy Mother's Day on social media? Oh, you know, for me, it's definitely the wife first. 100%. And then, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't wish, I mean, my, my own mom, I actually just do things on the phone or a text or, you know, this year they drove, did the drive by and then in the driveway thing, we did that, that, but no, it's, I mean, it's a hundred percent the wife first on social. I mean, like the, the obligatory. Now, now, now the question is, can you group and Jason, you answer too. Can you group the happy mother's day with your, with your wife, the mom, your mom and your mother-in-law, or does it have to be three separate re outreaches? <laughs> well, it, well, it depends because now like which picture comes first. <laughs> oh right? yeah. Order, right? order yeah. pictures is a big deal oh, yeah. for you guys. Wife I've already one, told every time. My, my stance, my stance on this. I think everyone on social media is full of shit anyways, including you, you two guys. So. <laughs> Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, you guys are just talking bullshit anyways. You're in the fucking love of my life every fucking moment. You do so well for our kids. And it's just every day that I can't believe that the kids are growing up so fast, but you're there to, for them to support them. I love you. Couldn't be any of that. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's, that's, I've set a precedent that I don't do any of that. Mm. It just pisses me off so much seeing it. Um, but, but like, like, what's the, like, I don't get, what's the, why can't you just do it privately? 
Why can't you? Is it more that your wives or significant other person want to see that outpouring of comments and love? And I get that part of it. You know, I understand that it's like getting your fucking yearbook signed, I guess. So like, that's, that's the part that just gets me is this like, I just can't stand it. But like, what's the point of it? Is it more of your obligatory thing that you have to do? And is it because your uh, significant other likes that all the, the, the stuff coming in, you know, the, I think it's, I think it's a, yeah, I don't know, Jason. I think it's, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, if it's all done privately, that's special too. And it's intimate. It should be, and it's great. And it's, I think it's just like the world that we're in. It's like, it's social media. It's the world because everyone does it. I'm not saying you guys no, are the only, but but every, not, everyone does it. But you're not wrong though in terms of the meaning of it and the messaging of it. Like I'm with you. Like when you really Here's, do think about it, like it's true. But I, I think for me, the response is like the appreciation of it. I think Aisha probably does enjoy like the responses and seeing people yeah. like, you know, I don't know. I think it's appreciation probably. I get it. I, mean, I, I, get I think, it. I think we all have, you know, in J- except for Jason Halpern, I think everyone has a little bit of an ego, right? Because J- Jason has always been the best at having an ego. But like, you know, <laughs> every, everybody likes Thanks. to feel to feel that, you know, that that adulation, you know, in, in some way, shape or form. And, you know, I think on on. But do you, you know, really for- think that people are feeling that way? Do you really think that they're they're Oh, man. Love it. Or do you think that, oh, look at this fucking guy. And they do the like. No, no, no. That's what it is. That's what it is for sure. I will tell you that. I bet you that 75% of the people are hating anyways, but they're, they're liking. I'm I'm in the the 75. That's a whole other podcast. I agree. I agree with you. No, I, I I just think that it's, you know, you want to show your, your, your significant other, I think wants to, it's like why you go to the high school reunion, which Jason, you probably didn't go to your high school reunion. But that's why you go, right? You you want to show off your significant other. You want and you want to show you know them that you appreciate them. And I know it's weird, but the human psyche is weird. Ego is weird, and you have to just sometimes feed that. And so right. I think for me, that's but do you? you? Know, you're like a curb your enthusiasm guy. You're a Jerry Seinfeld guy. No, I would I would I would think that you wouldn't be like that. You think Larry David would do that? No, that's not Larry David's divorce, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Because he didn't do social posts. He wouldn't, he wouldn't post. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, <laughs> so he wouldn't uh, publicly admire, you know, his, his wife. And that's, like, why don't you do it the way you feel that year? Like this year, babe, you know, you were great. However, you know, there are some, some issues that we're going through. <laughs> but, clean a couple things you know, up. <laughs> I love that lasagna on Tuesday. Good job. Keep, keep trucking. I think Jason, Hilarious. I think, I think it also fits like, the personality of that person, right? Like uh, I was social media. Like I know me, you guys know me now. Like I'm a very social person and like, that's just kind of who, who I am and like my network of people. And like some of my closest other friends are never post ever. They're on social, but never, ever post. It's just, it's not their thing. Right. But I also yeah. know, their, I know their personalities though. They're more introverted. They're not social. They don't really hang out with tons of people and it fits their character. So you know, I yeah. think people that are posting a lot more like, like to be engaged socially. And I think that's just, I, I don't know. There's a connection it, to that. For sure. I'm yeah, I like throw, doing that. I'm social. I like, no, you are, I like but, talking but, to you guys. Yeah, I but you are, Jason, with, you are, you are with your tight friends, I think. 
Yeah. But I don't think you're generally as a person, like you just want to be social with everybody. Am I right or wrong? Yeah. I'm you're gonna right, because most another... of the people that you talk to, like after, you know, you haven't talked to forever, like why do you even care? You're right. No, 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 you're right. There's a lot of, no, you're absolutely right. For sure. I'm going to throw one other little practical reason why I do actually like to do it is because it's now immortalized, right? It, it stays there. And so every year, when, that's, you know, that's, it goes that's by. The, that's the point. That's the one thing. I like that, um, where you oh. can go back and kind of see. Yeah, the year goes by and I get to, see, your life. I got to re- relive and share those memories because again. Because your photo album is so fucking filled up that yeah. it yeah. never capture that i get that so that that's that's i have to say that's if like people were just more of, real I'd, I'd feel a lot better well again like you said that's a whole nother podcast that's another show story. another life to talk about is the bullshit on fucking social media yeah. but um and i and we're all guilty of it so For sure. uh Speaking anyway moving drinks. on jason you got a no. drink tonight what's up dude have you guys had the new fireball no what do you mean the what? new fireball screwball screwball, screwball. This is going to take the world by storm. Really? Let's hear about it. The new fireball. You heard it here first. Notorious Dads, season two, episode 17. Really our 117th episode. Um, (laughs) Screwball. Get yourself a screwball. It's basically peanut butter whiskey. Oh, I've heard of this. Oh, I've heard of this. Yes. Peanut butter whiskey. Shout out Amorosos. I think they they brought it in to the the house. The radio ads for Um, it. Screwball, dude. It has, you know how uh, Fireball has that cinnamon taste yeah. afterwards? Yeah. This has a peanut butter taste afterwards. Wow. So much better. So, it's good. So Fireball's like like drinking big red gum. This is like eating a Reese's peanut butter cup? Exactly. Oh, so it's legit, man. Jason. It's like, I'm in. you know it's legit? It's legit, dude. All right. It's legit. Is it, you, can put it, the... you can put it over ice and sip it, and it's cheap. It's cheap as fuck. It's like fucking $150. It's fucking, <laughs> no, no, dude, it's like, honestly, it's like 20, 30 bucks. It's like Fireball. I heard, Wait, and- I heard a Nate radio commercial for Screwball Whiskey, and they talked about the peanut butter thing. And I'm like, this doesn't sound right. Oh, but you're God, the first I just, person. I just had dessert. Done. I just had dessert. So, so do you, can you shoot it like Fireball? Like just you can shoot all, it. all night? You can mm. shoot it. Okay. Screwball. Screwball. That was our Fireball. Um, hey, last thing want to talk about. Let- yeah, oh. what, are we, what are we watching? Yeah, what are we, yeah, what are we gonna Aaron, say? You, you think you can come it? out of the water? Your neck is in the water. It's literally. Hey, we need to call fucking David Hasselhoff <laughs> to is. save you. There he is. There he is. Um, um, so, a couple of shows. <laughs> a couple of shows. Mexico. Dead to Me is Mexico. back on. Obviously, Last Dance. We're watching Last Dance. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, Dead to Me is back on season two. I'm halfway Good. through the season. Amazing. Like here. If you guys I'm haven't watched it. it, I'm in it. Um, what else are you guys watching? What was the first? What's the show again about? Dead, dead to me. Dead to, dead me. to me. Yeah. It's, what's it about again? It's Christina okay. Applegate. She plays a real estate agent who uh, her husband is hit, is killed in a hit and run, and the woman who kills him becomes her like sort of feels guilty and ekes her way into her life and tries to become her best friend and uh, basically it all comes out that she did it and then. Is it a drama or like a, it's a dramedy. It's like a dark comedy, but kind of like um, that, um, that, uh, Drew Barrymore cannibalism show. Do you remember that? I, I ate the neighbor or something. Oh, Drew, um, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't, I something never thought diet. That first yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa Clarita diet. Yeah. Santa Clarita diet. 
Never that was pretty good the first The later <laughs> ends of the podcast are so much better than the beginning. Oh, man. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, uh, and it kind of smells like popcorn. Oh, I like that. Um, what all American, shows? you got you guys all got American. me into All American. We're watching yep. that finish season one, amazing. It feels like One Tree Hill. However, it's football <laughs> instead of uh, basketball, and it's yeah. Beverly Hills in South Central. Yeah, yeah. Crenshaw, Crenshaw, and you got Tay Diggs. It Fonzie hey, bro. for me. Second, I have season, to say, Fonzie. hey, I have to say, Tay Diggs. What a terrible choice of casting for that show. He's like, I mean, he is awful actor. He's terrible. You guys don't like Tay Diggs. I mean, I like him, but he's terrible. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like him in that role. Like he, like because I'm, I'm equating hmm. any football. I haven't coaches. really noticed the bad acting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in. Oh, well, first of all, like the guy's like five foot four, and he's just like he's just not. I don't know. He's just something about him. And, and when I think of like football coaches, I don't. I think of fucking Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Everybody lives. Can, nobody can live up to Coach Taylor, but Tay Diggs is fucking Jesus, bro. Right. Like, come on. Well, the one thing I, I noticed about that show is, like, when they go to the beach, dude, no one's that cut in high school. Like, all the high school players <laughs> right. were They're yoked. yoked, cut. Yeah. I was like, dude, yeah. what is this? It's like, that's, he, not, uh, that's like a 28-year-old body. Yeah, they have, like, it 18 is. packs. It literally is. <laughs> we, we started playing a drinking game. Every time uh, the main dude says, I eat, I, you have to take a drink, and you're hammered in the first 15 minutes. You just, I, 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 I eat. That guy played Ice Cube in uh, – Straight out of Compton. That's right. Wait, 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 wait. Did he already play Dre? Dre. Dre. Sorry, Dre. Dre. I didn't know that, and I'm watching it, and I'm telling Mark, I'm like, the guy looks like a young Dre. I can't get yeah. Dre out of my head. He looks like a yeah, young yeah. Dre. He played Dre. I realize that. Yep. Yes, sir. Makes you sense. know what I've been watching now that I got Hulu, um, I've never seen before, is Atlanta. Oh, finally. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. It's legit. Yes. so good. So it's great, good. right? How yes. uh, how many how many have you watched so far? I'm like in the episode four. Oh, okay. not that not that far along at all. It gets good. It gets even better. Yeah, I could never get it because for some reason, just I couldn't get the on demand here. And I, finally, Hulu has it from season one. So, I and I feel it. like you can appreciate it from a sort of just a cinematography standpoint. It's shot so beautifully, and you know, it's you know Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. So he has a big hand in it and his brain is like He's so creative. Yeah. So yeah, creative, it's so, man. It's so good. So good. Um, and uh, what else are we watching? Aaron, you got anything else good? No, I mean, dead to me. We're watching that. Um, I need, I actually do need a new show. Like if you guys have any good suggestions for me to start something. You have you Hulu? I have everything. Yeah. I have everything. I feel like. Dude, yeah. Watch Atlanta. That's right. great. Atlanta's Little great. Flyers everywhere. That was good. By the Little way, they picked up, that. They picked up uh, Dave for a season two, Lil Dicky show. Oh, the nice. highest rated comedy on FX, high rated show on FX ever. It beat out Atlanta, by the way, just by a, a few people, but um, just another, you know, wow. feather in our caps. Interesting. For calling that show out. <laughs> um, Mike, you knew about Little Dicky a long time ago, didn't you? Let me, like, tell, you, let me tell you about you know, so I've been following Little Dicky. <laughs> When he was just a YouTuber, guys. When he was just a YouTuber. I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you a story right now. You probably don't even know. Um, that was told to me by her wife, Margaret. Mm. She said that one day you guys were at the beach. Mm. And that little Dickie, Dave, oh, was yeah. there. 
Yep. And uh, you were a big fan. And this was when you first starting out. And she told you, she's like, dude, why don't you go up to him? I'm like, yeah, that's one of your, you know, he's not even that famous. Go up to him and say hi. And, uh, and you wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. Why? I told you, I'm not, a, oh, yeah. I'm not, you're, not a, you're not a, you're not an approacher. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Yeah, I am. But, if Aaron but was I, there, if Aaron, Aaron was there with you, give him a hand job in the fucking jacuzzi. He would have picture. He would have been like, <laughs> absolutely. But I did, I did take a picture of him with my buddy who we were there with, and uh, and he was there with Benny Blanco too. By the way, my dog. That guy's great. My dog. Not there? your dog, but Benny. Benny Blanco is booger. Is he not booger from fucking He's Revenge of the Nerds? He is booger. <laughs> a more talented booger. Yeah, he's so good. That's great. All right, we're going to end the show. We'll chat for a few more offline, gentlemen. But um, it's been a great night. Thank really you both. Fun. Make Cheers. sure all of our friends subscribe. Guys, I'm going to take a nap Here. on the beach. Let's make this Aaron, like make the sure last put, show. Put that sunblock on, okay? Can make we send sure this to Bojo it. so he can promote it, please? Bojo, we <laughs> love you. We love you. Famous, favorite guest ever. Love you. All right, guys. Good chat. Talk to you soon. XO. Peace. Later.